2: On the Bechdel cast, the question's asked if movies have
3: women in them. Are all their discussions just boyfriends and husbands, or do they have individualism? The patriarchy's effing vast. Start changing it
4: with the Bechdel cast.
5: And they all said,
4: oh well, never was there ever. A pot so, so clever
5: as the Bechdel cast. Do, 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 do. <gasps> wow.
4: No, Judy
5: Dench. Oh
0: no.
4: <laughs>
5: oh, man. Well, well, here we are. This
3: meow, is.
4: Wow
3: <laughs> Welcome to the Bechdel cast, or
5: is it the Bechdel cats? Oh, <gasps> inevitable. <laughs> so we're talking about. Uh-huh cats 2019 yes. the famously yes. bad tom hooper joint tom hooper don't listen to her
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> we liked it this actually works out great caitlin because you've been waiting for a movie like this to come along for so long what so do you, you mean? can just what share do you mean? the cat
5: facts the cat the cat fact with caitlin Um so, what the cat facts cat facts Cat facts. Cat. I, I don't know what you mean. What? Well, I've never heard this before. What are I feel you talking like I'm about? Cats Katie, cat you may not have, know, but if uh, I Caitlin ever said does something about a the cat same fact?
3: Facts? Every time, that's the joke. She does the same fact every time. I don't Cats think have so. nipples, and that's cat facts. This. With Caitlin, we've done said this. I've never this before. I think hundreds of
5: times mm, at this point. I would remember that. <sighs> okay, guys, I'm joking. Oh my God! But yes, you're right. Um, the the most important cat fact in the world. Is that cats have eight nipples and that's cat facts with Caitlin? I'd love
3: to hear it. It's Music to
5: my ears. Um, my name's Jamie Loftus <laughs> My name's Cats. Cat. Caitlin. Durante. I'm Jamie. Meaufdis. <laughs> no worry. Jamie. Meow. Um, Jamie. Meow. <laughs>
3: J- oh, we don't have to be thrilled about that, but <laughs> it's true. Um. This is the Bechdel cast. This is our uh, movie podcast about the uh, portrayal of women in film. Mm -hmm. Yes.
5: For this episode, it'll be about the portrayal of female-coded cats. The cats gender each other. I mean, we just have
3: to kind of take the cat's words for it. Right. We don't see any junk to Jason Derulo's dismay. True. Haylin, I... Went to a holiday party at Madame Tussauds, which, first of all, I don't even think that's a brag. I think that that's just kind of unfortunate. (laughs) Um, But I, and Jason Derulo has a prominently displayed wax figure, Mm. and they do not take his bulge out at the wax museum. It's there, it's to the left. And oh. and his wax figure is mid jump. I don't know what he's jumping towards. I don't know what it's a reference to. He's jumping towards his role in Cats. Jason Derulo is famously obsessed with his own penis, mm-hmm. and it really, <laughs> it really comes alive at the Madame Tussauds. So this that—that's a paid advertisement. <laughs> They're mad up to <laughs> in Hollywood. You got to check it out.
5: Jason Derulo's dick is huge there. Okie dokie. Alrighty. And that did not pass the Bechtel test. But why? What is the Bechtel test? Well, gee whiz. I'm glad you asked. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a media metric created by cartoonist Allison Bechtel, sometimes called the Bechtel Wallace test, in which two female identifying characters or characters. No, you're right. You're right. They must have uh, jellical names mm-hmm. and they must meow to each other. About um, some... <laughs> and about it can't be about Rum Tum Tugger, or Gus the Theater Cat, or, or Gus. Mr. Mistopheles. Even if you
3: want to talk, and and it can't even be about Skimble Shanks,
5: right? And most movies can't get through a conversation <laughs> without bringing up Skimble Shanks, the railway cat. It's a it's a huge problem facing Hollywood today. I don't
3: know if it's internalized misogyny, but Skimble Shanks is my top cat. Mm. I, n- I know, I know, the optics are bad, but uh, <laughs> Skimbles Shanks, the, the railway cat. cat. I can't resist him. <laughs>
5: <laughs> I've seen the movie now in theaters three times. Same. So, um, Same. Yeah. Together um, once. Together once. The second time I saw it was with a, a, a big group of mostly comedians. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of them was friend of the cast, Danielle Radford. Friend of the cats. Friend. I'm so sorry. Friend of the cats. She was our guest on the Fifth Element episode, yes. um, and I just wanted her to share her, her takes on uh, the film Cats. I so I, we recorded a little, just a little sound clip from her. Just a little side. And uh, let, let's play that now. Uh, I'm here with Danielle Radford, she was our guest on the Fifth Element (laughs) episode, and we just saw Cats together, and uh, here are Danielle's
6: takes. Uh, first of all, this has now made it into my top five bad movies. I love it so much. I did cry. I laughed at all the wrong parts. A. All of these actors deserve better. B. That aggressive gray cat who thinks he's in charge needs to stop coming at me so much. Um, <laughs> Judy Dench looks like uh, looks like the cowardly lion, and I cannot unsee it. Um, Francesca the ballet was great, but why did they sweeten her audio and they didn't sweeten Tay Tay's audio? Um, I have a conspiracy theory. I will not announce it um <laughs> oh my god what else um cats is literally i'm gonna watch this um every christmas this is going to be my christmas story oh also i didn't believe it was gonna be as horny as it was it was so mm. so so horny like literally it, it's a shame that they had to like photoshop out all the dicks because because victoria was looking for a dick a dick a dick <laughs> Um,
5: she, like Mr. Mustafa's dig,
6: especially. They yeah, were, they were really. Ooh. And, you know, I I, uh, I I did. I cried. I cried a whole bunch, and I laughed a whole bunch because it's really ridiculous. This is one of those movies where, in every bad movie, there is one actor who knows what movie they're in exactly. Uh huh. Idris Elba knows exactly what movie he's in. He knows exactly. <laughs> There's one point where he just goes McAfferty and then disappears. <laughs> or one where he goes. Meow. And this, he knows what movies he's in, and he's having the greatest of times. And God bless him, and God bless America. Also, um, Tay Tay, you didn't have to do that accent, baby. Oh yeah, that song's actually not really done in an accent, and then, like you don't have to do that. And also, there's just like way too many members of like there's like dames and sirs. In this, just every, this entire cast deserved better. And they all acted, Jennifer Hudson acted her ass off in this. And like, she clearly goes to the Viola Davis School of Acting where it's just fucking snot running down your face. (laughs) And I get it. Um, but also, like, no one told you, oh, who told you to act this hard? And, and the disappearing and reappearing of shoes on people and the disappearing, reappearing hands. I think we saw the cut before they sweetened it um, and fixed it, and I'm so glad we did. Yeah. And I think those are my takes. I could literally okay. talk about Cats for an hour, and I probably will when Screen Junkies comes back from break.
5: Yay. Thank you, Danielle. <laughs>
6: um okay thanks Amazing. thanks danielle thank you danielle
3: <laughs> a friend of the cast and a friend of the cats indeed indeed an icon
5: mm-hmm. um well uh let's get into it uh our guest today she is an animal expert mm-hmm. she is pro bird rights on twitter she's host of creature
2: feature podcast it's katie golden hey there you guys coming into 2019 hard <laughs> i've got a i have got I got a cold i watched 2020 Oh, sh- damn it! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, coming. In- see, see what I mean? I'm coming into 2020 so hard. I just jumped back a whole year. <laughs> yeah, so. Um, for those of you who don't know me, my voice doesn't normally sound so beautifully low and and gritty like an action hero. I'm a it's little husky. bit. I like it. it's husky. It's 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 really nice. I actually like it better than my normal voice because <laughs> now I can like say things like "darling," that just is not working for you. <laughs> um, and I spent my time being sick by watching cats um Mm -hmm. and thank you for your sacrifice thinking about them and the detail on their hairy bodies Mm.
4: Uh,
2: before we really jump into it gals which cat
3: do you most identify with (laughs) you know jamie that's a really good
2: question
4: i
3: think it's something that we all have to confront it's the it's it's the sex in the city quiz of our age (laughs) which cat from cats are you I feel like I'm exposition cat. Oh, you're the uh, the one that no one knows because they're you're like, what is his name?
5: He talks so much. He talks a lot, but he doesn't even like. Every cat gets an introduction song
2: except for him. (laughs) I can see you as that guy. Yeah,
3: yeah. I'm the cat that cannot be ignored. That's I'm a Skimble Shanks. I love Skimble. (laughs) He's my favorite part. I've been listening
2: to the soundtrack. I like that he has these tight, tight. Impossibly tight overalls. Uh-huh. Because they it had a chance. They had a chance to not show us one of the male cat's packages, and they—they're like, you know what? No, we're going to do the brave choice and give him skin tight overalls. Which
3: is weird because they—they they deny Derulo, mm-hmm. but then they give it to
2: Skimble. Do we see his bulge I through the a, pants?
3: We can see a little bit. We,
2: we oh. can, and also like his his butt is just like two two eggs and a handkerchief. Tight. <laughs> Tie-
3: two eggs and a handkerchief that will haunt me till I die. Thank you. So much. Uh, you know. You're welcome. Um, you can kind of tell this movie is made of, up of famous people and professional ballerinas. Uh huh. And the divide, whenever you don't know who it is, it's a famous ballet dancer. Yeah, basically. Right. Or, or dancer in general. Because Skimble. Is a dancer. He's a tap boy. He's a, he's a, he's a, he's a tapper. Um, And then you've got Francesca Hayward, who's like one of the main dancers, a principal dancer in the Royal Ballet in London. And then, yeah, whenever you don't know who it is, it's just, it's a, it's a European dancer. Mm -hmm. That's just, it's just the rule. Sure. Except for Mr. Mistopheles. He's just some guy that I think is hot.
2: And he spent half of the movie near tears, which I thought was an honorable acting job but also <laughs> kind of like it really also represented the audience I felt like he was sort of the you know the what is it like when you're it's like the self insert character oh, oh.
3: just the, like the the avatar that you're putting in And I know into. where
2: it's that's supposed to be Victoria the cat y- cuz she has no personality but I most yes. I guess that's the cat I most identified with, is because he was near tears the whole time. <laughs> Mr. Mistopheles.
3: Yeah. Mr. Mm-hmm. Mr. Yeah. Uh, and he has a good, I want to make my cat a jacket like that. Oh, so that's oh, a good he's jacket. He's got a good jacket. Yeah. I would actually kind of like that jacket for myself. Do uh, it. I, I, he's, got, he's got one of my favorite songs. Mm. I think
5: that's my favorite
3: song. Which one
2: is oh. is that my oh. career is Never was I ever I got so special as magic? Don't don't Rum words. Tom Tugger is also up that's there in terms song. of
3: I mean, he's a curious cat. I would say <laughs> that in in general, to get into the gender discussion right off the bat, the songs are generally better for the uh, male cats. Or that I, that's subjective and of course Jennifer Hudson gets memory the mm-hmm. classic true but i w- i think that that's like the only for me well, that's we, the we only good we don't we hardly get to
5: cats. know any female cats at all most of the uh, there's Jenny any dots there's Jenny and Annie then there's dots. Victoria who like
3: i think okay well I, I guess if we're breaking it down the the male cats that we get to know are Busterford Jones Right. Rumtum Tugger he's a curious and cat and male uh-huh.
2: cats by the way, here here's my um i'm my animal knowledge Chime in here. Male cats are called toms. Toms, okay. Yeah. And f- unneutered uh, female cats are called queens. Ooh, mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, let's assume they're all. Sorry, not, un, not unneutered. Sorry, unneutered is is males, unspayed is unspayed. females. Oh, yeah, got it. Okay. So, so, would you say so you have me. some cat facts then? Those are your I cat do, facts. Well, those that's it though. Those are the those are the only cat facts you get. Mm. <laughs> if you have any questions about the accuracy of the cats in the movie, please. Yeah. Um, but. Should cats be wearing suits and have human penis bulges? (laughs) Well.
3: Just in your professional opinion.
2: Human penis bulges. Well, no. I mean, the problem with the penis bulges is they're not barbed enough. Like they're not spiky enough. That's the problem is that if you're going to. So the cat's penis is sheathed normally. So that's why you don't see cat's. Bounding around with big floppy wieners hanging out they're sheath, <laughs> um, and that means they ca- they're a sort of retractable thing. And but once when the cat penis is unsheathed, when they have drawn their penis, mm-hmm. uh, as for a duel, um, draw my penis like one of your French girls. Just, you draw my penis like <laughs> one of your French girls, and. Um, it, it is covered in little barbs, and uh, they're very weird looking. They're kind of cool, um, mm-hmm. and it, the cat mating thing is, is a whole trip. Uh, I don't know how detailed you want to get I mean, get we'll that. get to it. Yeah, we, well, we can get into that later.
3: But to get to get just for the breakdown of, of how many male songs versus female, mm-hmm. uh, James Corden gets a song. Jason Derulo gets a song. Idris Elba does not get his own song. McCavity doesn't get his own song. Okay. I would say that that's more Taylor Swift's song. Right. Ian McKellen gets his own song. That's three. Mr. Mistopheles gets his own song. Munkoo Strap, who is the He's Exposition, exposition cat. cat. And then uh, Skimbleshanks, the I mean, the relic guy. We're up to six. Uh, we've got Mungo Jerry shares a song with Rumple Teaser. Right. Uh, they're the most boring cats, famously. <laughs> and there's Growl Tiger who gets a short and bad song. Oh, is he the barge cat? Yeah, he's the he's the boat cat. Uh, so we got we got eight male cat songs, and then for the female cats, we got Judy Dench has a song. Jennifer Hudson, of course, has a song that mm-hmm. she sings arguably 500 times. <laughs> yes. Taylor Swift has a song. Francesca Hayward, who's Victoria, has a song, and then you have Rumpelteaser Teaser gets the other. So it's like it's Rumpelteaser
2: Teaser uh, gets point
3: half of a song. Half, yeah. So it's seven and a half male, four okay. and a half female.
5: Okay, yeah. So, so not it's not, not parity. Parody. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh! Did I say Rebel Wilson?
3: I did say Rebel Wilson. Oh, I don't know if you did. Oh, so maybe it's five. Sorry, Judy Dench, Jennifer Hudson, Taylor Swift, Rebel Wilson, Francesca Hay. So five and a half versus seven and a half. Okay. Uh, it's basically like a real world um, income disparity. <laughs> uh, right, right, right. Anyways,
2: here's the thing: is they played around with gender a little bit by making old old dude. Judy Dench isn't Old Dude typically a male in the uh, Broadway productions?
5: Uh yes. Um, I did some Wikipedia research and read that the role of Old Deuteronomy was first played, I believe, by Brian Blessed or Blessed or Blessed, uh, some pronunciation. Um, And that was in the West End in the early 80s. Then the character was played by Ken Page on Broadway in 1982. And then also played by an actor named Quentin Earl Darrington when the Broadway production was revived in 2016 so it seems like historically deuteronomy has been played by mostly male actors and we can we can touch more on that uh, a little later on we need to take a break we need to take a little cat nap but then
0: we'll be right back
1: We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
7: But We Loved is a new podcast about queer history coming May 15th. I'm Jordan Gonsalves, your host, Growing up, I thought being gay was the worst thing I could ever be. The gay history I learned was tragic.
2: Jerry had died of AIDS, and it's like, what is happening? It was survival. That's why it's called survival sex.
7: But as I interviewed queer elders, I realized there was another history that I had never been taught. A history of courage and perseverance.
0: I wanted to take control of my story and not be ashamed of it.
7: And it was a history full of love.
6: The joy we found in saying husband again and again and again was incredible.
7: And while learning this new queer history from my elders, I realized they had so much wisdom to pass down. The key is to understanding yourself, learning to love and embrace yourself, from iHeart Podcasts, I'm Jordan Gonsalves, and this is But We Loved. Listen to But We Loved May 15th on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: Now uh, it's time for the recap, or is it the recap? it's the recats the recats the recats of the recats of the cats movie (laughs) here we go to say this property has a story is uh being generous but i will do my best
3: i think it's like more of a like it just it's more of a listicle than it is a plot (laughs) kind of ahead of its time in that regard true uh buzzfeed whom (laughs) cats is a listicle Uh uh-huh 10 okay what would you call if cats were a listicle what would you call it
5: oh my gosh
3: (laughs) (laughs) these 10 cats 10 essential cats for 10 cats that will make you scream yes (laughs) for a disease eight will scare you (laughs) that's all right because you got to
5: have that like clickbait in there yeah
3: number eight will shock you and that's idris alba when he gets naked cat
5: um, I just retweeted a tweet from at the Patrick Walsh that I thought was really funny. Uh, he said that, um, not sure why cats didn't work. It follows a classic three-act structure. Act one, cats introduce themselves. Act two, cats continue to introduce themselves. Act three, unclear. <laughs> uh, which uh, just about sums up the story, but I, I, love I will do. It.
3: There's definitely movies that are worse offenders of continuing to inter- introduce characters,
5: through it, like two-thirds into the movie i mean well sometimes that makes sense for the story with cats jumanji <laughs> nick jonah shows up late well that, but that's a twist I, that's a twist that's I an important is inten-
3: is an important reveal <laughs> i know that after he's turned into dust we never really see him again yeah you know,
5: uh, <laughs> poor skimmy oh, skimble okay here's the recats hey, um cats. A cat gets abandoned by a mean human and dumped onto the mean streets of London. (laughs) 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 Jump in with some music to that. Thank you, thank you so much. Uh Um, Then a bunch of other cats approach her. We find out her name is Victoria Mm -hmm. eventually, and they're all singing about jellicle cats. That's who they are. That's that is the club. who they are. They're in the Jellicle Cat Club. What is a Jellicle Cat? What makes you eligible to be a Jellicle Cat? What are the characteristics of a Jellicle Cat? We still oh, don't know by the it end, it. end of the movie. Well,
3: Caitlin, they give you um, many examples. Uh, Romantical cats, pedantical cats, critical cats, parasitical cats, allegorical cats, metaphorical cats, statistical cats, <laughs> mystical cats, political cats, Wow.
5: hypocritical
3: cats. Okay. There's a lot of different kinds of cats. I really don't think they could have explained themselves and, better. And they're all jellical Cats. They're all jocular cats. They're kind of just <laughs> Andrew Lloyd Webber or or T. S. Eliot, uh, just whipped out a thesaurus, Thunked it down, and they're like, "Let's fucking do this." Everything <laughs> clerical cats, hysterical itical, cats, yeah, itical, it, itical,
2: yeah. erical, ferical,
3: ferical, uh, oratorical okay. cats, okay. Delphic orical cats, mm. practical cats, mm. dramatical cats.
2: I can I like honestly listen musical. to you
3: do that
5: all day, Jamie. Thank This
3: wow. is my this is my State of the Union speech. <laughs> Thank you.
5: <laughs> All right, so I'm so sorry. We do know what a jellicle cat is, I, and they how you be become
2: clearer. one, how you're eligible to become you the can't jellicle have, choice. You can't have a butthole. Like that's the number <laughs> one rule. You cannot. If you don't have, if you you don't have a butthole, good news, you're in. Yeah, where
5: yeah. are these cats pooping? Where uh, are these? There's no
2: litter pooping? boxes in
3: London on the streets. The only way that this movie could have been worse is if we saw one of the cats poop. <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you say worse? <laughs> I I would. I'd be so happy. I love it so much. So uh, but th- the idea of the Jellico
3: Cats <laughs> <laughs> is they're basically like a group of goth teenagers, right? They're just like a group of friends that all want to die. <laughs> like that's and then they have some yeah. like matriarch that's like I decide who gets to die. It's and sort that's of like the, a, the choice. Mid-
2: it's sort of like the midsummer thing where it's like, you know, we have this ritual, someone dies, mm-hmm. and oh, we all dance and kind sounds. of rub up against each other. Yeah, yeah. <gasps>
5: Oh, interesting
3: why
2: wasn't midsummer more like cats <laughs> i would have i would have loved a little cat energy in midsummer just just hairy just bodies lighten the hairy mood. mood bodies mm-hmm. lighten yeah. up yeah.
3: aster <laughs> throw in a couple <laughs> songs
2: <laughs> and
5: there are a lot of songs and a lot of them are about jellicle cats and i still don't know what they are okay they tell you a lot of different types of cats but i don't think that they're implying that those cats are there. I don't think the political cat
3: is there. I don't think that skeptical cat is there. Right. I don't, I, they're, they're just alluding to past. <laughs> so maybe they've, they're have they just ones that have been sent to the heavyside lair. Oh,
5: could be. Yeah. Yes, right. <laughs> so Jellical cats. Um, and then there's Exposition cat. He's one of the cats that you're like, oh, he's sexy underneath
3: all that. Right. right. Yeah. Because like, he does look like more man than cat. Uh, right there are he's some got actors a face. that look more cat than person
5: he skews a little more person than cat right like mr mistoffleys that actor looks like a cat
3: yeah my and he's my <laughs> crush now he's my new crush laurie <laughs> davidson mm-hmm.
5: sure okay so this but ex- exposition cat he's like here victoria let me show you around so we meet uh we, we see some cats and then we meet idris elba cat AK okay, McCavity. McCavity. And then what ends up happening is that McCavity starts uh just magically <laughs> poof disappearing the jellical cats and they end up on a barge because he th- wants to be he's eliminating his competition. But
3: he does things but but in the I don't remember how it happens in the musical. I've never seen a professional production. Mm-hmm. So I've only seen uh McCavity just guide the cat off stage to right. say I've got you <laughs> But Idris Elba can <laughs>
5: Vaporize. Magic. Turn them to dust. Uh-huh.
3: He turns them into dust. And he says things... He says a little catchphrase before he turns... He yeah. does, does things like, ineffable.
4: Yeah. Sayonara. <laughs>
3: or one time he just goes, "wow." Yeah. <laughs> he just says, one time he Meow says, you later. He says, <laughs>
5: he says his own name. He's like, Macavity. Macavity.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Each of us was giving it 300%. And mm-hmm. I think he... Like, his performance is incredible if only it weren't so hard to watch
2: (laughs) I think that's a common theme like everyone was giving it their all but they just they didn't know it was in the context of something that they should not have tried hard at
3: I wanted I wonder how he felt when he saw how because it's like none of these people could have known what they were gonna look like when it's over
5: they simply had no way of knowing
3: and so how did he feel when they're like do you like this this is what we did and like, it's kind of too late to say anything, because I guess that they finished editing this movie the day it came out.
5: Yeah. Like, <sighs> yeah.
3: So even if Idris Elba had notes, they're like, thanks for sharing. Anyways, it's out now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh no.
5: Yeah. I, I have to imagine that most of the cast were not necessarily thrilled with the renderings of the cats. You know, it's an
3: anagram of cast.
5: Cats? Yes. Oh, you mean like earlier when I said cats of cats? Oh, well, like uh, Bechtel cast, and then I said Bechtel cats. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad we exactly. (laughs) Now we're talking. (laughs) Great. Okay, so Mccavity. The thing about him is that he's bad. He's a bad cat. And
3: they, and I guess that this was like part of the intended original text of T. S. Eliot as well. But he's based on what's his name, the Sherlock villain. Oh,
5: Moriarty? Moriarty. To the point where in the movie,
3: there's that poster that says Moriarty, and then Macavity standing on top of it, and he goes, and then it says Macavity. Oh, right. It changes. And we're like, I get it. (laughs) No, I understood at the beginning. Uh, Mm. Yeah, so I guess that uh, T.S. Eliot was both racist, misogynist, classist. Anti Semite who loved Sherlock Holmes as well.
5: Okay. So there you go. There you have it. McCavity. McCavity. Uh, he's bad, but then we meet Mr. Mistopheles, and he's good. He's good. He's so cute. He's cute. He's cute. He's got a crush. Yeah. Oh, he's got a crush he's on got little a Victoria. Hug. He's like,
4: ooh.
3: Meow. <laughs> Meow. <laughs> he's cute. He's cute. If she drops something, he's like, here it is. Yeah. <laughs> he's, that's just Very him. attentive to
5: her needs. That's um, just him. And then we find out about another cat who we won't meet yet, but we, we learn about Old Deuteronomy. Oh, <laughs> and <laughs> oh. she she's throwing she every I guess every year is this an annual thing? Yes, the Jellical ball in which she will make the Jellical choice about which Jellical cat mm-hmm. she will select to be reborn into a new life. And go to a place called the Heavy Side Layer, which
3: is heavy. So this is the movie about cats that want to die, Uh, yes, and go to heaven with the assumption that they'll come back to life. Which, Mm. in so far, we don't hear that the cat's confirming. And then she came back.
5: Yeah, right.
3: It (laughs) it just seems like maybe they might just. Well, they
5: wouldn't. I guess they wouldn't go back to like the mean streets of London. Oh, they they would just show somewhere else. Like yeah, in like a rich person's house. That seems like a big like a fancy feast. That like seems... the cupboards are full of fancy feasts. So
3: they're like, you won't be reincarnated as a Jellicle, So we're kind of not worried. We're just assuming things end up
5: falling. Well, again, what is a Jellicle cat? What is I a No,
3: Those ones.
5: <laughs> okay. Those ones. But we're we'll like, okay, so at the, we're jumping ahead here. But at the end, Judy Dench cat is like, Victoria, you really are a Jellicle cat. And it's like, well, what about her? I think that just means that she's been hanging out with them for
3: six hours and <laughs> hasn't gotten killed. Like, is that it? Also, do they hang out every
5: day? Are they, I, it seems like they live together. Well, some some of the Jellicle cats seem to be, like, street cats. But then you've got Jenny Dots who, like, seems to live in, like, a, a cushy a life in a house.
3: But then she, I th- feel like she kind of has this double life, where sometimes mm. she
5: she ventures out. Is out? Is out? I don't I don't really. An indoor know. outdoor cat. <laughs>
3: it seems like Buster Jones is kind of in and out of homes as mm-hmm. well. I don't right. know if he's intruding or if he's like just around. Sometimes people just have like a cat that isn't theirs but it comes over.
5: My friend Martha has yeah. a cat that's not actually her cat but it hangs out in her house all the time. That's really nice. <laughs> yeah. That's really nice. So anyway, what, what's the story? So old Deuteronomy, she's going to make a Jellicle choice. And I guess now that's the plot. Right. We meet Rebel Wilson cat, Jenny Anydots. She is one of the Jellicle cat vying to be the Jellicle choice. Yes. She sings a song. She's like a Sadist. <laughs> <laughs> It's like torturing these children
3: mice mice and these busby Berkeley cockroaches that
5: she
2: eats. It's a lot. And I don't know how like faithful this is to the source material, but I did really resent sort of how Rebel Wilson and uh, James Corden are just like, it seems like most of their direction is like, all right, so you're fat and that's oh absolutely. hilarious oh they're that was
5: mercilessly like mercilessly fat shamed throughout the entire thing and it's thing. just it's just and so that's in, true it's to insulting, this source insulting it's mm.
2: insulting to the actors it's insulting to the audience as well it's just insulting oh yeah, there's speaking, a whole yeah. conversation yeah. to be had about that
5: what what a mess then we meet Jason Derulo cat aka Tugger is a curious okay. cat he commits he commits
4: and he, he, oh, he does yeah. a great
5: job he okay jason derulo is doing an idris elba impression <laughs> the whole I, movie I um, and then things get very dramatic all of a sudden because jennifer hudson cat shows up oh, her boy, name is yeah. Grisabella, and she used to be a nice cat who everyone liked but then she got involved with McCavity in yes. some capacity and now it's not clear what but i would mm-hmm. assume in a taylor swifty kind of
3: of just, like, she assists yeah. him in
5: committing crimes. No. <laughs> not, not there. there.
3: Oh, my God. <laughs> Someone check on Taylor Swift's lungs.
5: <laughs> um, but the other cats have kind of turned their backs on her. And it seems a little, correct me if you disagree, mm-hmm. but it seems like it's maybe a
3: little gendered the way they position it. It always seems like the female-identified cats are more viscerally angry with Grisabella than male cats. Everyone doesn't like her, Mm -hmm. but there's like I think two or three female cats that we see like after her two or three times. And I'm just like, this is woman on woman violence and we don't. I, this. I I agree with We're you putting women against each other
5: they're pretty antagonistic toward Victoria too because mm-hmm. in a scene that arguably passes the Bechtel test although I don't know if we ever learn those cats names one of them's like what's your name and Victoria's like Victoria. Victoria but she doesn't respond right away and then she's like well cat got your
3: tongue right they're a little antagonistic towards other women yeah and you're like um excuse me <laughs> Uh, female cats supporting female cats, which we later see with Victoria and Grisabella. Right. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. But yes. there is, they do, they do have that little gendered woman on them. <sighs> it's true.
2: To me, female cats are the like the most ornery. Like, you know, one-eyed, you know, fighting, ears-nibbled-off cats tend to be females. <laughs> oh, interesting. And, and it, the barge cat, to me, and this is no no shade on the actor who played the barge cat. To me, I would have loved that role to have been played by my childhood cat, Mittens, um, who would have killed <laughs> it. Because she was an um, indomitable grump. Uh, mm-hmm. total grouch and could just steamroll anything in her path. She okay. was a, 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 a to use a somewhat antiquated a little bit sexist term. She was a battle axe. Okay. At, yeah. All right. I like it. Um, so
5: after uh, Grisabella slinks away although like Victoria's curious. She's like
2: hmm, who's that?
3: What's <laughs> her deal? Yeah. Victoria is like what's going on there and no one offers any explanation and then you cut to Jennifer Hudson who as you said thinks maybe she might be winning an Oscar for this mm. and she's oh yeah she's crawling away on all fours she's crawling as cats away, looking over her shoulder tears streaming down her mm-hmm. face and you're like they didn't even finish the cg on her <laughs> this right. this just like this looks this looks like it's a lot it is a lot but i love it
5: <laughs> then she leaves and yeah. uh, who appears but James Corden cat oh, Buster right. Jones yeah and he 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 basically knows the movie he's in i think so he ba- and we'll talk
3: about that song we, yes uh, but he uh, he seems to basically but he's like a musical theater
5: guy so it kind of makes sense that he's like well this movie isn't going to be good <laughs> but I'll be in it right and then Mccavity makes Jenny Anydots and Bustover Jones disappear what's your favorite my I think one of
3: my fa- my favorite Mccavity. well I guess Skimble is my favorite cat disappearing
6: oh
5: cause um. he just like <laughs> is twirling up into he the doesn't air he just to finish his song <laughs> but
3: um, Jenny Anydots Dots being turned into dust is pretty funny too cause he like beckons her over and she's in her she did that thing where she unzipped her suit and then uh-huh. but then he's like your name should be in lights and she's like yeah, I know, I'm really good. And he's <laughs> like, yeah, your face should be on posters. And then he points to his own wanted posters. Yes. It, is, it makes no
5: sense that the cats don't know who he is or to look out for him, because they know who
1: he is they and they know, say
3: that. I
5: know. Everyone seems uh, to know who <laughs> McCavity is and that he's bad, but then suddenly when they come face to face with him, <laughs> they they're like, who's them. this nice cat? It doesn't make. I'm like, is that maybe a part
3: of the magic? He's like Jedi mind tricking them or oh, something. Oh, could be. That's the only way. It can make sense to me because otherwise their animosity towards Grizabella doesn't make any sense because they're only mad at Grizabella because of her association with Macavity who they must hate enough to
5: know what he looks like the, especially because he's around he shows up
3: quite a bit
5: he's they see just him between there and his bar and there's posters of his face all over the place and he points they to know. them <laughs> what he looks
3: like your face should be on a poster <laughs> And then she looks at it and then is like, oh, that's who you are? And then he goes, (laughs) end of (laughs) all.
5: And then she vanishes. And then she (laughs) she turns into dust and reappears on on a barge. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> um, so I I guess he's also a Jellicle cat, which like, how is he eligible to be a Jellicle cat? But he's rounding up his competitors because he wants to be chosen to be reborn. Well,
3: that's another gendered thing where you're like, oh, I guess that it does make sense that Old Deuteronomy was originally a male cat and this in the original production. It's a patriarchy mm-hmm. because that would explain why Grizabella got tossed out of the Jellicle cast. But for some reason, Macavity can stay, even though He's the actual source of the problem. Right. But Grizabella's been extradited from jellicals even though like it was just her association to this guy who's still a Jellicle. I'm sure that someone smarter than me can be like, It's like in American politics when blah blah blah. It's mm-hmm. that.
5: Right. Okay.
3: It's that. She's kind of been Lewinskied, basically. Uh-huh which means that she's going fi- to have a second act
5: on social media.
3: Gisabella is going to be like, <laughs> stop the bullying. And we can't wait for it. I can't wait for it.
5: Is it that old deuteronomy is has the final say in who gets She seems to be able to like deem like a ma- monarchy. Yeah, she's like knighting them and being like you're a Jellicle cat and yeah. you're not any like why can't she It doesn't seem yeah uh, take away McCavity's gelical status. She
3: seems kind of powerless to do it, which is kind of confu- and he, then he sends her on the plank later. Spoilers.
5: Mm-hmm. The plank also, <laughs> the barge has a plank, of course it does. Uh-huh. Okay, so then Victoria meets two cat burglars, Teaser and Mungo Jerry,
3: and might I say the boring ones? The ones I don't care about.
5: Boring. Yeah. And they're nefarious because they take her into (sighs) this nice house and steal a bunch of jewelry and then leave without her, and she's like kind of stuck on something. And Mr. Mistopheles has to come and save her because even female cats need to be saved. Right. Um, and then there's a
3: moment where uh, I swear, like we, we were sitting in that. There's a moment during that, first of all, where you hear a dog. And I'm like, what do dogs look like in this world? Oh, I wanted well, to see it so bad. Well, because they've established
2: that every animal, every living creature on this planet is humanoid because the mice and the cockroaches, humanoid, they, The is humanoid. I mean, probably me trees dog. are humanoid, too. The <laughs> show dogs, me the dog. show me the dog. The dog would Can have you, been so horrible. This, like, Alfred
3: Molina's behind guys, the door, like bark.
2: Just like imagine, <laughs> imagine this universe: birds, humanoid, fish, humanoid, just like Ugh. human fish, mm-hmm. and everything's humanoid. It's it, the implications are mind-boggling. Mm-hmm. It's
3: uh, yeah, it's an uncanny world. Snakes, humanoid, really Yikes. long humans. I don't like it. I but there, at the end of that scene when yes, uh, the Victoria has to be saved mm-hmm. by Mister Mistopheles, There's a moment where I'm pretty sure it's like heavily convinced, like you're supposed to think he ha- like has a cat boner. They do. They like nuzzle against each other. They nuzzle, other. and then he goes, "Oh!" And you're like, "No!" Is there a boiling a sound? Ba- <laughs> a barbed penis begins to unsheath <laughs> itself. <up. laughs> you're like, "No!" It's, oh, it was not good. Yikes!
5: Okay, so <laughs> then, then, then this is when uh, Judy Dench cat, old Deuteronomy, shows old herself.
3: Old Deuteronomy. And when she enters, the whole theater erupts into laughter. Yes, It's such a
5: dramatic unveiling, and then everyone's like.
3: Like oh, it's
5: very exciting. And then also, as soon as she shows up, Ian McKellen Cat is also suddenly there. He doesn't get an entrance. He just no. is like, "Hi." <laughs> um, then there's a big dance number, and then Grizzabella shows up again. And Victoria, <laughs> she sings the same song. She sings the same again. song. And Victoria kind of like extends an olive branch because uh, she's the one who's like, well, everyone else hates you, but she's Money so just, not like the other cats. She's nice, and she's then like the but Grisabella slinks off again, and now it's time for the away. Jellicle Ball, and Ian McKellen, the cat, aka Gus, the theater cat, he sings a song. Then we get a song from Skimbleshanks, the Ugh. railway cat. If you're Ugh. getting
2: if you're getting whiplash, this isn't Caitlin's fault. It's it, that it's... the movie is ninety nine percent. A new cat being introduced and singing a song about themselves. Yes. Like that's like the whole movie is like, <laughs> it's like I'm Bibbly Bop, the, the schmibbly cat. And it's like he does a little dance and a little but song. <laughs> and then it's like, I'm some dibbly and I'm the, the cat the- that eats ass. I'm the <laughs> cat that <laughs> eats and ass. And then a song. And, and then, then another one.
4: Yeah.
2: But, but it is <laughs>
3: to speak. Bring the cat's defense forces out mm, okay um because i know that former guest Lindsay ellis is going to make an amazing video about this and we will we will all feel so stupid for having said these things <laughs> Not um, me. but it's grounded in the narrative in that when skimble shanks is is shaking his package around it's because mm, in that. theory he's presenting his case to be the jellicle choice right that's sure. in theory why you're hearing everything
5: Yes. So it actually makes a lot of It actually sense. is very narratively sound. Uh, You're right. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> um, but, so they both sing their songs, but McCavity shows up again and makes both of them disappear. That's also when uh, Taylor Swift Cat shows up. Her name, I guess, is Bombalarina?
2: Right. B- and she gets yes. something. them all super high. Super yeah.
5: high on catnip. On the nip. Uh-huh. Which, little note
2: about catnip, it doesn't just make cats high. It actually is thought to act as like a fake cat uh, pheromone. So oh. the fact that the cats are like undulating in the movie, like they're all horny as mm. heck, is accurate. Okay, <gasps> good. That's a good uh, catnip fact, mm-hmm. but Nip facts not about catnips. Catnip facts. Not, about, not about cat nipples <laughs> right right which also gets cat horny but you know uh-huh, sure but yeah what the, are you gonna do so uh
5: McCavity shows up and he's like well d- old dude it looks like i'm the only jellicle Hello, cat left dude i guess you have to choose me and she's like never i only choose cats who deserve a new life and you're bad then he goes the wall. and then <laughs> and then she's on the barge and then they're like judy dench you walk the plank and then i guess she's on the plank for what is the ten minutes that Mr. Mistopheles is trying to summon her. I want to see, yeah, like the uncut version of Idris Elba just being like, so <laughs> have you changed your mind? Right, we should <laughs> keep cutting back to she old goes, Deuteronomy on the plank. <laughs> she does like,
3: I haven't changed my mind, Macavity.
5: <laughs> yeah. And right. then he's like, all right, walk one step further. Give yeah. it a few more minutes. <laughs> <laughs> So then, right, we cut back to the theater where uh, Victoria is like, my boyfriend's a magical cat. He can get old Deuteronomy back. And I know that that's bad that, like, she is there to, like, pump him,
3: give him enough, like, ego to make Judy Dench appear. But mm-hmm. I've been that cat before. <laughs> I've been like, this is my boyfriend. He's really good at magic. <laughs> And then he proceeds to be horrible at magic. (laughs) That was
5: a very triggering passage for me. But then we get one of the best songs in the production. Uh, Magical Mr. Mistopheles. So good. And then we see Mr.
3: Mistopheles, I think that Mr. Mistopheles, he tries to make her appear three times, but it's like he like I'm gonna come. No, I'm not. I'm gonna come. No, I'm not. I'm gonna come. No, I'm not. I'm a gonna come. Judy al- Dench
2: is back. A tail as old as time. <gasps> you love to see it, and then Funny. and he needs
3: he needs Victoria to encourage him before he can finally he needs to
2: get look the magical wand is not in his hand. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe sometimes it is, but it's the wand we're looking at on it's his penis is what i'm trying to say is the <laughs> wand is his penis victoria gets him horny for magic and honey uh-huh. gets horny for old dude and old dude comes back
5: i like that you do see a man with almost no confidence in himself because yeah. that's rare and then victoria sees Grisabella outside and she's like come in here and sing and Victoria's like "It is better be the last time you sing memory because <laughs> it's the fourth time and she does it, and Old Deuteronomy is like, wow, Grisabella, that was so good. You're the Jellicle choice. And you know what? Old dude owes Grisabella an apology. Yeah. And doesn't give one. Doesn't she
2: should be one. like,
3: I am so sorry, I kicked you out of the Jellicles. Mm-hmm. That was sexist of me. Mm-hmm. I, I, Old Dude, have internalized misogyny. It's hard for me to untrain myself. From these things, but I need to make Can't an effort. Teach
5: an old cat new tricks. Can't. That's the saying.
3: Wow. <laughs> and 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 then she's like, I just remembered I should have kicked out McCavity.
5: <laughs>
3: Doy. Uh-oh. I'm so
5: sorry. You may die. <laughs> and then she just <laughs> sends Jennifer a Hudson. Puts up her in the die. Hot air balloon to oh. heaven. And then She's like, Victoria, wow, g- good instinct on thinking that Grizabella was good. You're a right. Jellicle cat now. so that I That guess- is why she's a Jellicle cat. Yeah, yeah. She did a good thing. Right. So I guess that means Victoria is eligible to die next year at the next Jellicle ball. Put in a lot of effort, <laughs> Victoria. Wow. I- and then there's the five minute scene where <laughs> Judy Dench breaks the fourth wall.
2: And then ends the movie with the most profound line I've ever heard in cinema. Mm-hmm because she says most importantly a cat is not a dog and we were like oh, <gasps> what Yay. blew me away it's
3: weird
2: that is one of the,
3: oh we have to take a quick break yes. that's the end of the movie we have to take a quick break and then we have to really get a lot of discussion in uh, ineffable <laughs> <laughs>
1: We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
7: But We Loved is a new podcast about queer history coming May 15th. I'm Jordan Gonsalves, your host, Growing up, I thought being gay was the worst thing I could ever be. The gay history I learned was tragic.
6: Jerry had
2: died of AIDS, and it's like, what is happening? It was survival. That's why it's called survival sex.
7: But as I interviewed queer elders, I realized there was another history that I had never been taught a history of courage and perseverance.
0: I wanted to take control of my story and not be ashamed of it.
7: And it was a history full of love.
6: The joy we found in saying husband again and again and again was incredible.
7: And while learning this new queer history from my elders, I realized they had so much wisdom to pass down. The key is to understanding yourself, learning to love and embrace yourself, from iHeart Podcasts, I'm Jordan Gonsalves, and this is But We Loved. Listen to But We Loved May fifteenth on the iHeartRadio Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: We're back. Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> um. Okay, so uh, context corner for cats is for for a play with no plot there's a fair <laughs> amount of context mm-hmm. so this is an Andrew Lloyd Webber musical yep. um, that originally came out in 1981 he was allowed to do this because Evita had been very successful Jesus Christ Superstar had been very successful not not just anyone could have gotten this made because it doesn't make any sense
5: mm-hmm.
4: uh,
3: but it's uh, adapted from an old book of T.S. Eliot poems called Old Possum's Book of Practical Cats mm-hmm. um, which was published in the 1930s, so most of the lyrics in this entire musical are direct T. S. Eliot poems, okay, or poems that have been modified slightly.
2: Mm-hmm. But all the character also names, also letters from his wife, right? Because like his mm-hmm. wife was like, um, said something in some letter where he's like, "Cat, cat, when cats die, they go up, 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 up to the Heaviside layer."
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So the,
3: the Heaviside layer is referenced once in the book of poems, but it like they expand on the idea of it it through letters. Um, but basically it was a book of children's poetry written by T.S. Eliot that Andrew Lloyd Webber really liked as a child mm-hmm. and all the character names come from T.S. Eliot. Like he effectively wrote the play. Got it. Basically all the IP is T.S. Eliot's and he just didn't live long enough to s- prevent this from happening <laughs> <It> was basically <laughs> okay. what. I- and so Andrew Lloyd Webber uses his blank check as a very successful composer to get this made. Um, T.S. Eliot It is extremely worth mentioning That uh, he was notoriously I mean he was every kind of bigoted It was possible to be And it shows in all of his most famous works Mm -hmm. Including some things in Cats That um, for the most part Have been edited out But over the years That Uh wasn't always true Okay Um, But he, I think, is most famously deeply anti-Semitic. But there's a lot of racism in his work. There's a ton of misogyny in this work. I was wondering about
2: that aside and the thing about, like, the global bankers in the movie. That was really weird. Yeah,
3: and he's also deeply, like, he came from money. Like, he just Mm. had every privilege it's possible to have. Sure. And doesn't give a fuck about anyone except people who are exactly like him. Uh, You know, rich, white, straight men. (laughs) So uh, he is... Bad, uh, and there, there's that whole like academic. Like there are some academic analysts that will like do the mental gymnastics necessary to justify it, but there's really no excusing it. Um, it's not especially present in this book, but but there was. For the most part, Andrew Lloyd Webber, he has he's a member of the British Conservative Party, so we, we can't stand him in no. that regard. But he has um, historically gone to bat for queer people and people of color in his musicals Extended Universe. Okay. So there are some ideas between T.S. Eliot and Andrew Lloyd Webber that are directly conflicting. Mm-hmm. And Andrew Lloyd Webber does a fair amount to steer his way around stuff. I don't agree with the casting of this movie in some ways, mm-hmm. but um, in general general um through the years cats has been kind of fluid in terms of gender race they're fucking cats right. uh, <laughs> katie you mentioned the gender of old deuteronomy right, has changed. changed through various adaptations there are some cats that were originally played by white actors that are later played by black actors and uh, and vice versa mm-hmm. and angela Weber has a fairly good track record of going to bat for actors that aren't just The straight white actors, yeah. So there's that. But um, there was a song that was removed, only removed from Cats in 2016, Hmm. that says a blatant slur um, towards um, Asian people, and that was a line taken directly from T. S. Eliot. um, And the number, it was a Growl Tiger number that was um, removed. So, in any case, there were at very least adaptation changes made Mm -hmm. and I think that that's like basically the background you need is we can blame Andrew Lidweber for making it scary
5: (laughs) but all the things that are problematic are generally T.S. Eliot IP okay and let us talk about these problematic things because I mean this is one of those movies where it's just like so nonsensical that it's almost sort of hard to analyze on any meaningful level because it's just like Well, uh, none of it makes sense, and they're also cats. So, like, can how much can we talk about the representation of women? And yet, I insisted we do this movie. Well, she, (laughs) I mean, Victoria needs rescuing. Victoria needs rescuing. She is maybe the most passive protagonist of any movie I've ever seen in my entire life. Yes, and the fact that she is a female character, you know, means we just have an extremely passive female protagonist it's also wild that they had to
3: add in a song for her for this movie she didn't even have a oh, shitty boy.
4: song like
5: <laughs> the song like beautiful ghost that song that sucks oh being about being
2: haunted haunted blah, i have no i had no idea what they were talking about with that song like <laughs> no. like what i gathered from it was like sucks for you that you were kicked out of this jellical group but like they like me so um see ya yeah <laughs> yeah but she,
3: like, that song was written for this movie. Mm-hmm. because So she didn't even have that much originally. She was right. truly, like, nothing, nothing. Uh, and they,
2: the direction for her, like, she, she is definitely that actor, or ballet dancer, she's a great ballet dancer, super yes. talented. Mm-hmm. Not criticizing her at all, but the direction for her seemed to be basically, like, look wide-eyed, innocent, and sexy at all times. And that's, like, yeah problem.
3: Especially because she's not really given much to do, like, she doesn't do anything except lift up Mr. Mistopheles Right. And, I mean, she does, I, I do, like, generally how she's the only cat willing to, like, talk to Grizabella and mm-hmm. bring her in like I think that, that women is lifting up other women women helping women <laughs> and then old dude it, I like the choice of old dude being a woman in this and that she gives Grizabella the second chance and that you get the matriarchy through Judy Dench and I think that those are all cool choices controversial slash straight up Bad editing CG choice was that so Francesca Hayward is a black woman Mm -hmm. but you would never know that based on how she's stylized in the movie she's essentially I mean there's been there's a million articles on this that will have more cogent thoughts than the two seconds I have to summarize this Mm -hmm. but basically when the um, trailer for this movie came out in July 2019 uh, a lot of people were like upset because because this movie has a black female lead but you Mm -hmm. would never know it Mm -hmm. particularly because she's a ballet dancer and she's not recognizable to the general public so like we i didn't find out that she was a black woman until before the third time i saw it right same Um, and and uh you know the the pushback on that was like well you're not supposed to be able to tell the race of any of the cats okay but that's not true all right Mm.
2: calm down there stephen colbert it's very it's like it's not true right and even with uh, I hate that I hate that when they use that excuse for like oh well, we literally don't see race like nice try like you still have to do good representation like you and, can't
3: and you can identify the race of almost any other cat in the entire right, movie you can sure. see Taylor Swift is not a like snow white cat but you can still see in the way that she's edited the bottom of her face you can tell what ethnicity right. she is
5: so it's it's like
4: a
3: shitty argument like, and it yeah, is I mean, whitewashing like, a black female character
5: yeah because like, yeah and then like Jennifer Hudson Idris Elba and Jason Derulo are all like visibly black
2: so yeah also <laughs> that's kind of messed up too because like with with Idris like one of the lyrics of the song is that he's a ginger cat like he's got like you know ginger coloration of the cat and then that he doesn't so. that was a weird tra- because in, yeah. in the musical is, uh
3: has been played by a black man before, but is still a ginger cat.
2: Right. Uh-huh.
3: Because that's how they describe him. So, I don't like, know why, why did they you, didn't do that. I mean,
2: that. it's okay if you don't do that, but then why didn't... Then how come the argument is like, oh, well, you know, it's just like they're all just cats, but then like you changed that, but the, you didn't change Victoria. It doesn't make sense.
3: The casting of this movie, it, I mean, it's a very diverse cast. I think that it's just, again, it's like an issue of just like a very white behind-the-scenes crew that... Mm-hmm. Is not thinking critically or hard enough about the choices that they're making because you're casting, uh, you know, like the only two true outliers from the Jellicoe world are two black characters. you got Idris Elba as McCavity, and then you have Jennifer Hudson as Grizabella. So mm-hmm. so it's like the, it's just like uh, the optics. Is it? I wouldn't be shocked
5: if they're like, yeah, no one thought of it. So
2: a lot of things seem to slip through the cracks with this movie. Ugh, <laughs>
5: <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, let's talk about the body shaming of some of the cats
4: <laughs> and Rebel most notably and
5: Rebel Wilson cat and James Corden cat. They're both plus size actors and then right. uh, I think at least James Corden has like a fat suit on um, making him appear bigger than he is. For sure. Yeah. For sure.
3: So this is, again, it's just like an adaptation issue, I think, where it's like when you're writing about a chubby cat in a poem, it's very different than shaming a famous actor for their size and you know kind of forcing them to make fun of themselves Mm -hmm. in a way that feels dated and like uncomfortable and unfair right um so like you don't have to adapt it that way and 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 because this is like this sinister spiral of adaptations of it's like poem to musical to movie Mm -hmm. you can change how it's presented in the musical too right
5: yeah but they don't
3: they don't yeah
5: (laughs) right and and just to be clear the issue is that like there should be a much wider array of body sizes represented in across all movies so the fact that you have like plus size actors in this movie is great the problem is they're just
3: it, like that's all it is those
5: characters are characterized as being shown constantly eating, uh, Rebel Wilson is a gumby cat, which I guess well, just like means she's laziness. Yeah, sits yeah. around, does nothing. They're just like always s- stuffing their faces, and they're also the first two cats to be. Captured, maybe that's just because they're the first two cats, jellicle cats, who get introduced. But it's just like doesn't look. It sends a message.
2: Also, it makes me think. So, like, remember that really disturbing scene where Rebel Wilson, the Rebel Wilson cat, like unzips her skin (laughs) and pulls it off, and there's a dress, the tight cocktail dress, under her skin. Yeah, and then more fur under the dress, Mm -hmm. which everyone's freaked out about. And I've been thinking about why they would do that and why they wouldn't give her like you know how like. Idris Elba's character, an old old dude, like gets like a old furry Duke. coat, yeah, and like sort of like fluffiness, and then that would be much less traumatizing to see her cut her off. I think <laughs> and the she reason- does it twice; it right. becomes a plot point. That yeah, she can and do I think that. the reason that they had her do that is because they want to accentuate the fact that she's fat, and and I, I think that was a way of like. Humiliating her in a way Like the the character Does that make sense Yeah
3: I don't I don't Really know like how it's Portrayed in the original Musical so mm-hmm. I don't even I mean that could be Something that's either Being played down or up In either direction right. I'm not totally sure But it 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 doesn't Come off well at all And it's just like It's not fair to the Actors both James Corden and Rebel Wilson have had to like play in a way that mocks their own size for years and years. It's really
2: it's really insulting.
3: Yeah. And and, and it's not a joke that anyone is laughing at mm-hmm. anymore. Like it's just it's uncomfortable. I feel like we I, I want to be optimistic and say largely as a society have kind of like moved past that and like the the fat acceptance movement has done so much work Mm -hmm. that seeing like a goofy movie that doesn't need to do this there's so many dumb things you can do with rebel wilson and james Corden. they're comedians like they're uniquely qualified to, Mm -hmm. to make anything funny and then just to be like nope your body is the joke we're not going to change the source material at all right sorry like and just anytime that there's like a refusal to adapt something like that is just it's just lazy it just sucks
5: right it's like what are you uh, you're gonna like take a bunch of steps backward in in any progress that's been made for fan service or to like have a a a more faithful adaptation like who cares no one
3: cares (laughs) But then it's, I mean, it's an impossible choice on their part because if I'm Ripple Wilson and someone is like, do you want to be in Cats? I'm like, whatever it takes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it, it, it just, it, yeah, we're, it, it's stuff it's an issue. It's the refusal to adapt it is mm-hmm. so, it's glaring and yeah. it, and it makes the best movie less the best.
5: And while there have been strides made in the body positivity movement and there's less fat shaming than there was in the past, it's still a huge issue. And I think, mm-hmm. particularly in Hollywood, there's still a refusal to cast plus size actors and things. Mm-hmm. It's getting a little better, but like. And it's- the types
3: of parts that plus size actors get tend to be the same stock characters. Mm-hmm. Yes. That this doesn't stray from stray cats. Meow. Uh,
5: meow. <laughs> at all. Yeah. Uh, a thing that Rebel Wilson has to deal with a lot in most of the movies she gets cast in is that she's made to be also very clumsy, like constantly yeah. falling or like or getting stupid. hit in the head. I mean, yeah. Or like so Her most famous character's name is Fat Amy. Right. It's Ugh. like it's ridiculous. Um but in this movie, I mean no exception, where she's like, falling all the time she like falls off the chair and she's the, they're just like car- both uh, her and right. James Corden cat are, are like clumsy just kind of bumbling and, over that's, and kind falling of a, over. that's kind of
2: a trope that has to do like a sort of sizes trope where it's like Oh, if you're if you're fat, you're like doofy, clumsy, or you're gluttonous, you're greedy and like like the James Corden character embodies some of that where he's like he's greedy, he's gluttonous, he's like, Mm -hmm. you know, sort of like a a prima donna and like the same it's just it was just bad. It's it's and it's
3: too bad too because it's like I mean Obviously, like, I understand why they would take these roles in this amazing, perfect, built to succeed <laughs> movie. Uh-huh. Uh, and James Corden, to his credit, has done a fair amount of, like, good activism for, for plus size people. Mm-hmm. And so it's just it just sucks that they're subjected to this. It's well, because like you look and at, it's not it doesn't read well to anybody.
2: Right. Well, you look at like the roles that plus size people get and it's like pretty every everyone who's been prominent has had to take a role where like the main joke is that you're big. And it's just like it's it's cringy for audiences in
3: general. Like, mm-hmm. it's just bad. <laughs> uh, can I say something I liked? Yeah, old dude. Uh, old dude. <laughs> I, in general, I like old dude. I like how Judy Dench plays her so, too seriously. <laughs> um, I like, but I but I did like that. Uh, well, it seems like Grizzabella's character was originally supposed to be pretty ageist and her whole character is built around like the quote-unquote like the indignities of aging, the feeling of Uh. irrelevance, female beauty fading, Uh and like these things that are real and I think were even realer in 1981, but it's kind of... Uncritical of them, but then she's redeemed. It's kind of confusing. Mm-hmm. But for in, in terms of old dude, I like that, um, old dude is, is allowed to be just as freaky sexual as all the other cats. I loved
2: I, the <laughs> orgy with old dude, I loved yeah. that, right? Because I they feel go like- into the theater and they have a massive orgy and they rub against (laughs) no it's not even like i mean okay i'm exaggerating a little bit they don't literally have sex but they rub up against each other old dude old dude gets in there and like they're rubbing up against her Mm -hmm. and it's like this kind of pansexual cat orgy and i'm it's 2020 we have a pansexual cat orgy i'm here for
5: representation we've needed for decades
2: but it is cool i mean i i've I feel like I do. Uh, I agree with you. You're making a very good point. I'm kind of being silly, but <laughs> I agree with that. Yeah. Well yeah, just like that. That
3: people over a certain age, particularly women over a certain age, are not afforded, uh, aren't allowed to be sexual in any way. And everyone in this movie is too sexual, mm-hmm. Judy Dench included. Did you
2: see Judy Dench's cute little like leg thing where she's oh, sitting horrifying. in her basket? Oh, she horrifying. was sitting in the basket like oh, sort oh, of at the kick. paint me like one of your French cats pose. <laughs> yeah. And then she does the leg kick and she it's, was like, I'm oh, wet. I screamed. And you're like,
3: uh, yeah, everyone, everyone, we all screamed. <laughs> <laughs> we all scream for Judy Dench's cat legs um, but she she and Ian McKellen are are just as horny as the next cat on the block mm-hmm. so
2: that right? that's that's i thought that's God, I, a win. i love a i love a horny cat Judy Dench <laughs> she really
3: i fun fact about Judy Dench is that she was so excited to be in this movie because she was originally supposed to play, I think, either Grizabella or Victoria in the original production of Cats. Oh. And then she got hurt and she couldn't do it. But she's been a Cats stan for all these years. And then Mr. Webber was, uh, Lord Webber, was like, Dame, will you be my old dude? And she said, yes, yes, yes. Can I kick? Like, (laughs) uh, it was... uh. Oh, good for her. It's good. Um, One of the adaptations that I, I liked in cats and that's why anytime that someone's like i can't change the jenny annie dot sign i can't change for Jones's song and they were like but you changed a lot of stuff in a good way you took out the racist song Yeah, we, need, we needed that mm-hmm. and uh, a change that I really liked is they they changed Old Deuteronomy who has been played by all genders mm-hmm. um, throughout the years yeah. the production I saw by the way the most recent production I saw Friend of the Cast Friend of the Cats Corey Johnson played Old Deuteronomy oh, and it was
6: oh. incredible
3: <sighs> it was and I had completely forgotten and then and Corey is like, "I'm old, dude." I'm like, "Don't know what that means." And she, she's <laughs> like, "She's like, it seems like I'm never gonna come out." And then I do. I was like, "All right." <laughs> and that's exactly. And they it was in a tiny. It was at the lyrics. It was in oh, like a yeah. tiny theater. And so it was just Corey like walking really slowly to the center of the stage. She's wearing this huge cape, and you're just like, "What is happening?" It was. <laughs> it was so great. Corey is a better old dude than Judy Dench. Wow. Yeah, but it, but it is nice for the for the big feature adaptation um, to see them make the choice to have it be a matriarchy.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, it I think that there are a few things that make a little bit less sense when it's a matriarchy, yeah. um, like Grizzabella being extradited and McCavity not. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in general, I think it's a good choice. Yes, I liked it.
5: Yes, indeed. Um, well, you've got your list. Um, oh, yes. I just, let me let me go through my, uh, I brought a notebook hear the pages turning. <laughs> I know, you had um, your notebook at the AMC. At, I brought it we to loved the AMC. We see it. Um, Let me just go through and see what uh, very stupid jokes I wrote down. Yeah, um, yeah. Gus the theater cat, uh-huh. um, he sings a song about the good old days and how maybe it would be nicer if we returned to the good old days. So I'm. he's a MAGA cat is what I'm saying. Yeah,
3: he's the okay boomer cat. Yeah.
5: <laughs> <laughs> By the way, who is running tech at the Jellicle Ball? Isaac. The, <laughs> Isaac, your boyfriend. Isaac, my boyfriend, is running tech. He's running tech everywhere, uh, <laughs>
3: including the Jellicle Ball. And he didn't get paid on time for it. Oh. Um, I, I like the, the other choice that you're like, whose idea was this? Um, was during uh, Magical Mr. Mistopheles when Jason Derulo starts like, going falsetto. You oh,
5: know? yeah. He's like, Magical Mr. Mistopheles <laughs> <laughs> You're like. I feel like they only <laughs> did like one take, and then we were like, "Oh, Jason, you weren't supposed to do that." But we only had the one take, so we let's t- just move on. We were talking about this at the
3: theater, but it's So most actors, you could tell, like the famous people, were not there more than they had to be. Mm-hmm. But Jason Derulo seemed to be there every day. He's in the background of every shot. Yeah, he's like there. He's in so many things that you're like, wouldn't have missed him. But he's just like, like he's just back there.
5: <laughs> he loves cats. He loves cats. Oh, what else did you write down? Let's see. D, um Can oh oh the um <like> <me> <laughs> What song is that? Oh, due, due, run
4: Sorry.
5: I <laughs> just can't stop thinking about it. Um the like hip hop cats who wear the sneakers. Yeah, they're
3: b boy cats. Uh, <laughs> oh. that they were wearing like yeah, they I, I think that that was added for the movie. Mhm. I don't really have anything else to say about well, it. Yeah, but like, they come okay. up a couple of times. They're on the, they're on Skimble's uh train. They're in the bed at Skimble on Skimble's train
5: Right, with right. their sneakers. Sneakers in the bed? S- uh, uh, Take your shoes off. Skimble, uh, whenever. <laughs> um there's a bunch of like really stupid cat puns which are- look i think we if they had just tried a little harder they could have gotten some better things i out of like it.
3: when rebel wilson says don't mess with the crazy cat lady and <laughs> then she beats up growl tiger i i have to admit i like <laughs> that part
5: that was fine um there's the whole like cat caught your tongue joke there's yeah, that, the that's not very good um I think Rebel Wilson says like, "Who let the cat out of the bag?" Or something. <laughs> yeah, that one wasn't very good. When they they don't cut any
3: of the improv that they do. Mm, <laughs> like you just get the feel like Tom Hooper's on the other side of the camera, like say something about a say something about a cat. <laughs> I, I don't know how he talks. I know he's British. <laughs> uh, say something about a cat. <laughs> and James Corden's like, mm, a cat. <laughs> and then no. he's like, all right, cut.
5: It stays. Oh, and then uh, James Corden lands on his cat balls. Do you remember that part? Oh, he
3: does land on his cat
5: testicles. (laughs) But then uh, someone else, someone else, is accused of being neutered. I forget who that is.
3: Oh, oh, um, is that Jason Derulo cat? Yeah, Rebel Wilson does some improvised line about like is has he has he been neutered? Has he just has he not been neutered or something? (laughs) Because he's making everyone he's doing
5: like a falsetto. And So she, she thinks that like he's like a eunuch cat. I thought that it was because he was making everyone horny. Mm, uh, my, my read was that he was singing because no she says something like he's singing so high as if he's been neutered uh, the way that like they used to castrate young boys just doesn't know that know
3: it's just Jason Derulo <laughs> under all that. They're like no he's just a soprano. He's Jason Derulo.
5: <laughs> yeah.
3: I don't. There is also I every time I watch it and all the female cats become Um, violently horny when Jason Derulo comes on the scene. I'm like, there's some commentary there, but I'm too horny to figure (laughs) out what it is. So, you know, if anyone has a read on that, feel free to share. I haven't haven't been able to calm myself down enough to analyze that passage.
5: Yeah, I, I... Can't make he- heads or tails I'm of like, it. I'm like, is
3: that sexist? But
5: also, I'm horny. Heads <laughs> like, or what? tails of it? Meow. Oh, meow. I um, no, found some no, other no, bad no. puns from the movies. Uh, someone says, look what the cat dragged in. All right. And then someone says, oh, I think this is Rebel Wilson. She says, stop milking it. Oh, like, Rebel. And don't then do that. I think there's like a sign that is supposed to be like for a casino, but it says Cat Sino. <laughs>
3: There, all this i wish i paid more like close attention to the sign i'm pretty sure all the signs are cat adjacent because yeah. there's like meow yeah <laughs> yeah. Meow. yeah well because there's that uh, iconic scene that we somehow haven't brought up where they're at the milk bar during oh, rum tum tugger
5: mi- oh, so rum tum
3: tugger it makes sense when you take in the scope of the song rum tum tugger is indecisive he wants what he can't have
5: uh-huh.
3: but there's this moment where he's walking out of the- the bar, the milk bar. He's uh-huh. like, no more milk.
5: He's done. Who's that for? Is that for cats or is it for? It seems like it's for humans. <laughs> I
3: don't know. I know it's like it says like milk all night long in, <laughs> in London, um, <laughs> but he walks out. He's like, no more milk. And then he gets two steps out and he goes, milk. And it's not sung. It's just screamed. It's so good. Milk. da 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 da. <laughs> Oh my God. How about your list? My list. Okay. I'm going to make a more detailed graphic about this. Oh, good. Um, you're, you're welcome. Uh, for the cast official accounts. Uh, so a lot of people have been saying that this movie is going to be a midnight screening classic like Rocky Horror. Or The Room. Or The Room. Mm-hmm. And with those, when you go to those movies, there's specific things you're supposed to yell at the screen, specific things you're supposed to do when mm-hmm. certain things happen, which means there will be a system devised for this movie. Maybe we can get ahead of it and contribute to history.
5: Right. let's do it
3: this is not that this is mainly just <laughs> a list of things i list i wrote down on my phone because you're allowed to have your phone out during this movie mm-hmm. no one gets mad at you uh, so i made a list on my phone during my second viewing of uh-huh. the movie of just things that were getting reactions that i'm like we could figure this out
4: mm-hmm. I'll,
3: I'll try i'll try to crystallize it a little more for social media but okay <laughs> feel free to jump in thank you so this was made during the okay when cats wear hats you can scream i uh-huh. mostly just added places you can scream <laughs> okay when cats wear hats you can scream <laughs> anytime a new cat starts a song you can yell who is that um <laughs> when a cat disappears into dust you have to drink when idris elbows on screen you can yell his career may never recover <laughs> um let's see there has to be some sort of rule with the with the when the mice and the and the, the cockroaches. cockroaches show up. there has to be something yeah right there has to be something there oh when rum Tom tucker comes on screen you have to go jason derulo oh, obviously. that has to happen yes. obviously uh-huh. um something about pussy jokes i just wrote that down <laughs> um oh milk there has to be something there mm-hmm. when grizabella starts to crawl on the ground you can yell drama queen <laughs> uh, <laughs> when james corden's song is ending you can yell your move fallon you fucking sicko <laughs> Uh, when James Corden's cat nipples come out You can say show me the other four Sweetie um, During the n- other four the other oh, Six sorry the other oh. s- I'm so sorry I was drunk um, <laughs> During Mungo Jerry And Rumpel Teaser, you go pee Everyone leaves the theater <laughs> Let's see do something When the cats get horny but they don't get boners mm. um, Oh this is okay this is a half Developed thought but whenever Ian McKellen is on screen and doing something that's a little weird, um, you just pretend that he did one take of everything. <laughs> so whenever a, he goes, wow, 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 you could be like, wow, Ian, one take, great. <laughs> <laughs> if it get oh, in quiet moments, you can just say at regular volume, Lay Miz was pretty good. <laughs> uh, whenever judy dent is talking and no one is listening you can just be like what are you talking about uh like when she's like staring out the window at grizabella and victoria becoming friends and she's just talking about <laughs> she's like something about a cat is going to happen soon and you're just like shut up you can yell shut up okay at any at any time you can yell <laughs> shut up um at any time you can yell what year is it oh and here's my favorite one this is something that my friend john millstein did while we were seeing the movie Mm -hmm. but so you know during um skimble shanks the railway cats song at one point he starts to tap and he starts slow and then it gets kind of faster oh yeah so okay so once he starts to tap you can go oh and then he'll tap a little faster and then you go oh Oh. and then when he starts to really go you go oh Oh. here we go (laughs) that's the most satisfying thing if anyone has anything to add to the midnight cat screening Mm. rules i'm going to try to be crowdsourcing them online see if we can really pull something together
5: i think anytime there's like a cat a a bad cat pun that something oh absolutely gotta be something there's enough Mm -hmm. there's enough yes well, that that's oh. a great list. Thank you so much for curating that. Thank you. Oh, Jamie. you can also
3: boo Mr. Mistopheles as he continues to fail.
5: <laughs> there, when he goes, uh, and then you go, boo! boo! <laughs> and then he just starts to sing. He keeps singing the song. Oh. Well, I never was there ever a cat so clever as magical Mr. Mistopheles. Wow, um, there's never
3: a cat that I want to hook up with in real life <laughs> as much as... <laughs> Mr.
5: Mr. Mr. Don, oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. We're never uh, going to see him again. We're- <laughs> <laughs> um, well, does cats pass uh, the Bechtel test? I believe it does. Yeah, I think so. I believe it does. I think uh,
3: there's a few times with uh, Grizabella and um, Victoria. They talk about things like loneliness and female beauty being fleeting. <laughs> <laughs>
5: There, yeah, and then also uh, old Deuteronomy and Victoria. She's like, "Do you want to come to the Jellicle Ball?" My favorite thing that
3: passes the Bechdel test. What is the exact phrasing where it's like, like Victoria's like, "I'm astray, I'm alone in the world," and old dude's like, "Oh, that sucks." Pause. Do you want to see me make the jellicle choice? You're like, okay. <laughs> she, she basically is like, anyways. Yeah. Um,
5: <laughs> sorry, but Sounds more like importantly, story. It, it passes. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, we've got we've got not that much interaction. At least not spoken interaction. Uh, Between female characters. I do like how the
2: female cats do nuzzle each other. That's good. Mm -hmm. I could have used a little more like male characters nuzzling each other because I think that would have been nice. I think that. Fight the toxic Mr. Mistopheles
5: and Skimbleshanks should nuzzle.
3: Yeah, god mm. damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Gives, Why doesn't Skimble get? Uh, well, no, Skimble's a career man. He doesn't have time for a relationship. <laughs> he's, sure, sure. he's on this train
5: every night. <laughs> he oh. He's got he's he's got a cat in every city. <laughs> That's the, he's like a touring True. comedian. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. So our nipple scale, our our five cat nipples. Oh uh, uh Zero to five nipples uh, based on its representation of. Female cats. cats. Uh, oh, geez. I guess like I mean, you say like three, two. I was gonna go two, two and two point five nipples. I'm yeah. gonna say three because I got horny. Okay.
2: <laughs> oh, then two that's nipples horrible... and an, and two James Corden areolas. Okay. <laughs> yeah,
5: I think I'll go with I don't know. I guess a two uh between all of the just like the extremely passive female. Protagonist, but that's uh, then also you have like female characters lifting each other up and there's a the matriarchy mm-hmm. but like also again like this is one of those movies that it's just so the meow triarchy the meow <laughs> <laughs> it's too outlandish to really <sighs> apply any sort of like feminist criticism to wait till almost. that Lindsay ellis video drop yeah, i know I'll just go 2.5 right down the middle because I don't know what else to do. But it is a blast to watch if you're with friends and a big group of people just laughing, laughing it up. Yeah, Mm. it's I love it. It has problematic
3: elements. I wish that more had been adjusted for the adaptation. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I I, three nipples. I I don't care to explain myself (laughs) at this time. That's fine. Three cat nipples. They're all going to skim bullshit. Of course. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Katie, okay, how about you?
2: Yeah, like I said, I, I'd give it like maybe two cat nipples and like a James Corden area. Like, right. Right. Yes. Yeah, it's not a good movie. It's not a good movie philosophically. It doesn't really do a good job socially or in the terms, in, in any way a movie really should do, the reason I'm giving it some nipples is I think every, everyone acted their little cat hearts out, and I appreciated that even though it was misplaced. And the sheer, there's something to be said about a movie that is so bizarre and bad that it becomes this lightning rod that I think I do value. Like, I, I think that it's, it has... You know, all these conversations are now happening. So that's, in a way, that's art. Mm-hmm. <laughs> True. Yeah. Well, uh, Katie,
5: thanks for joining yeah, us. Thank for thanks for having us. me.
2: Where can people find you online? You can find me at Pro bird rights on Twitter, where I make the case for a world of birds. And and I, I'd actually like to. I'm going to start making a birds musical, Ooh, um, with you know such yes. characters as Mister Cheap Cheap McBeep Beep, the musical bird, mm-hmm. and. Um, You can find me at Katie Golden, and I host Creature Feature, a podcast about the animal and human world and how, hey, we ain't so different after all. In fact, sometimes we look exactly like cats and move around and rub our nipples everywhere. Meow, meow, meow. (laughs) Meow, meow, meow. Meow, (laughs) meow. Oh, yes. uh, Check
5: out Creature Feature podcast. It's right here on this network, and it's great. You can find us all over the place most importantly we're going to be going on tour very soon yes. uh, but we'll be
3: in San Francisco uh, on the 22nd mm-hmm. uh, we will be in uh, Brooklyn on the 24th and we will be in Philadelphia on the 26th you can go to our website BechtelCast.com and click on live to see more stuff about that and mm-hmm. other shows we're doing uh, you can find us online wherever not hard
5: don't not, overthink it Yeah. Uh, and just search Bechtel Cats and Bechdel- you'll <laughs> oh, yeah. definitely just, find You'll find us, or you'll find some
3: sinister <laughs> imposter like Macavity. Oh, Macavity is Mac- Not there. My cavity not <laughs> right care. Uh you could uh sign up for our Patreon, aka Matreon at patreon.com. Or is it
5: our Kate Katreon? Our Patreon. Which is actually just, My. That's just you. <laughs> that's-
3: um, the that's patreon.com slash cast uh and we're we're doing what, what movies this month we're we doing we're doing uh What <laughs> whatever what are we, what were we calling it uh,
5: Jan, uh Gen- Flix-
3: <laughs> either way it sucks but we're, do- we're doing doing <laughs> We're doing the the episodes are great. Yeah, uh, we're yeah. we're doing um someone great mm-hmm. and um the kissing, the kissing booth. booth. So look out, Joey King just got hit in the head with the Golden Globe the other day. One of hit. my favorite most recent celebrities. Hit in
5: the head. I didn't see that. So she
3: was in this mini series that was scary. with oh, the act with the act yeah. with Patricia Arquette. Mm-hmm. Patricia Arquette won a Golden Globe and then accidentally bonked poor Joey. Aww. She has a, some great picks. I'd like to plug. Joey King's Instagram. <laughs> okay. She has a million billion followers, but always good to help. Sure. Uh, if you want to see her head bonked, that's where you can catch it. Great. Um, and and T public.com slash at the back to last. <laughs>
5: For, we need to, we should do a cat's shirt. The Bechtel cats. The Bechtel, Bechtel
3: cats. cats. And then it's us, but we're Uncanny Valley but cats. But we look
5: like cats. <gasps> I'll, get, I'll get to work right away. <laughs> Fast to the track lab.
0: <laughs> oh my God. Wow. Okay. Thanks everyone. Meow. Meow. Meow.